Welcome to the Emily Adams Show. I am a mom of two amazing boys, life coach, speaker, writer, powerlifter, and obsessed with all things personal development. Each week, I will be bringing you an inspirational guest or a burst of inspiration that you need to help inspire you to take action in your life. Each episode is designed to give you the tools, ideas, and inspiration you need to support you as you find your own happiness and your life purpose. Welcome back to another episode of the Emily Adams Show. So today I have a very special guest that I love a lot, but before I get into introducing my special guest, I wanted to make a quick announcement that I am actually taking on applications for those that are looking to work with a life coach to transform their mindset and really find their true happiness, whether that is through their career, family, money, or whatever it may be like. So if this is something that you are looking, or if you just want to have a deeper understanding on mindset and want to book a free discovery call, you can do so by going to emilyadams.net and um, just book a free call. So today, as we transition into our next episode, I have a guest He is just an amazing person. He is also my son, Cameron, who is 11 years old. I am going to let him introduce himself in a minute, but we are going to talk all about how children see things on many different levels, and hopefully this can um, somehow improve conversations between parents and uh, children. And just for me, my children have been my biggest teachers uh, throughout life. And it's just been amazing for me to have an amazing connection with them and just to be able to learn from them as I teach and lead them as well. So Cameron, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, my name is Cameron. I am 11 and three quarters, of course. This inspiring person, you know, you might not have heard of her. Her name is Emily Adams, aka Mom, Mother, and Mommy. She has taught me so much over the years through mindset and working through, and that it's okay to wear out. Like, she's so inspirational. I want to talk about what kids think this is about and how to start a conversation and like not have a bad conversation. Cause my dad was very bad conversationalist. He would cuss out people. He was a smoker and an alcoholic. Let me take it away. So we're gonna start with some questions that we came up with. And um, so Cameron, what do children think mindset is about? Well, one time we had this like expo where we talked about it and like we had a lot of questions. We think it's mainly about what all mine thinks of something. Say we're reading a book and we read the first five pages. Our mindset would tell us what we think of the pages. Are they good? Are they bad? Are they cool? Would you buy the book? Would you rent the book? Like it tells you what you would do with it. We think it influences your actions and it really matters. Oh, that makes sense. And then what do most children think about emotions? 
we many kids well if you could say kids everybody in general thinks emotion basically runs your life when you wake up in the morning you're probably still tired okay emotion you're hungry emotion you're hangry emotion emotion just all way of expressing ourselves this like barely getting out that's all way of getting it out is through emotion and that's very important so um how do we how do children like to deal with their emotions i mean i was very bad with them dealing with my emotions i had very bad confidence my dad would call me a disgrace and cuss me out and stuff and it would leave me heartbroken like i would hold it down and i've had three therapists over the years they're okay but they are not the best at their work just sometimes like and they taught me one of them was really good and she's old and she can't hear anymore but she told me to just let it go because it's all right and i did I'm not worried about his actions. He hurt me. I just don't go to that atmosphere. I keep my mind, my mindset straight, and I bubble myself. Cause it's very important. Cause when somebody's negative, it can pass on to you too. Oh, I like that because I bubble myself a lot as well, and um, yeah, I like just sometimes just feeling the emotion. You know, allowing the emotion to be there feeling in it and knowing that it's okay to feel the emotion. So um, when it, you wanted to talk a little bit about um, children bringing through trauma and abuse and how we hold it within ourselves. Um, what has your experience been and um, what kind of thoughts and advice do you have on that? Well, I mean, many parents, it's like 50% chance that parents will split up. I don't know if that's true or not. I just read that. But, like, that's a big chance. I mean, one of those parents is going to have, like, a problem with, like, drugs, smoking, something other bad that makes them, like, frustrated and take it out of their kid. And that is really bad. Because when you're a kid, you don't really know what's going on. And it hurts you. Because deep inside, you know they care. But, like, that outer shell of negativeness, negativeness really hurts. And many kids trap that way, and, like, they get 18, 19, 20, and they have to still have that in them. I mean, my brother, no offense, still has it in him. But he's let go of it, too. It's just all point of letting go. And there's many ways. Just play to it. Like, let it out. Quiet out if you need to. There's nothing wrong with it. It's all good. It doesn't matter what they do. It matters how you respond to it. Their actions hurt. The woods hurt. If they if they hit you, CPS is always a thought option. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. That it's not good to hold emotion in you because it can really break you. Like when I was eight, I would cry. I would hurt. I feel bad. I do not have the best life. I would just break down crying sometimes. And it's okay to let that out. But once you understand that, it's okay. It happens. Not really happens, but just let go of it. You feel like a relief, like a big chain was lifted off your shoulder. It feels better. So you're saying we should process the emotions and not hold them within and bottle them up. Yes. It's really not good. It's really not good. 
I agree with that, just processing their emotions. So now we're going to switch to how your voice in your body language really affects the way you come across. So as a child, um, how does that, what are some kind of things that how your body language and your voice uh, comes across when parents speak to their children? Parents have many distinct ways. Like a loving parents, such as my mom, who loves their kids with all their heart, and they'll do anything. But some of those parents can be too protective. But it's mainly the body language. Because, like, say if the kid wants to go play, he's like, hey, mom, can we go play outside? And the mom's like, mom's on the phone texting. He's like, eh, wait like, that really hurts a kid. Because kids, not to be like, mean to kids, but they kind of need that love and affection. Because that can really hurt a kid. Kids need that. That like, helps them be open to everything. Because you don't want them to be old and locked up and won't talk to their emotions with their wife. And then the kids are going to be just the same way. It's an endless chain of sadness. You don't want that. You're going to break those chains with niceness and kindness. Just Take time from your average day of working and hardness. You sit down with your kid or go outside and throw a frisbee. Cause it don't take that long. You have all the time in the woods, even if you don't. Just understand, the kids need this, and it can really hurt if they don't. And body language is even more important. Cause like that can really hurt. Like if they're like nodding their head mad, that can roll off to the kid, and the kid will get really sad. There's no way of fixing that. <laughs> My dad has tried. It don't work. You cannot buy love. You can't. You can get. You can't get bargained to love somebody. It has to be natural. You have to feel a relationship and a bond. And having that bad, negative body language and dialogue can really hurt. So children need the connection and they need time to spend with their parents. Um, because that's kind of a way that they feel loved, right? Yes, many kids need that love. Hmm, I really like that. So, um, Cameron, how do you change your mindset to something instead of being moody? When you're having a moody day, What? how do you change your mindset? I think the biggest way to do it is probably meditation. I mean, I've gotten meditation in the past three months. I mean, Koana got me like this. I know that. <laughs> And you're just sitting in a quiet place like a closet, guided or unguided, it really helps. It just calms you, some soothing music, sort of all blow over you like a mist of nice warm steam. Just don't worry. Just feel okay and ride out the storm. That's all I have to say. Oh, so you're a fan of meditation. Yes, my mom got me into it. She did. <laughs> okay. So, um... How can we as parents have better conversations and just have a better energy when we go to talk with our children? What should we start doing as parents to have better conversations? I mean, some parents, if they have a long day of work and like their boss is being horrible and stuff and like they got not invited to the pizza party or something, it can really suck. And they can take it out on their kids. I don't blame them. Everybody has tough days. But you should just calm down before you enter your home and understand it's okay 
that has happened with the past be the past and I move on. That's all you need. And you go to your kid and if they have a problem with you, you address it head on with a nice calm voice. Like, okay, understand, not okay. Don't be a snarky brat about it. No offense to parents. But kids are very, very fragile things. They don't understand emotion yet. They barely understand how they feel. Many of them haven't even hit puberty. So you should understand that they're new to life. Like just the falling of life. Just unraveling it. So you should understand how to take it out on them. Because that can give them serious drawbacks when they grow up. Because they might do that to their kids. And as I said, a chain. It appeals. You want to break that. Not good. Just don't be a butt. That's basically my motto. Don't be yeah, I like that. So um, if a parent knows that they had to have a conversation with a child, what would be the best way to approach that? What should the parent do? I mean, some parents don't understand the, the daily hassle, hassling lives of us kids. Sometimes we get really busy with those stuff. And some parents just bulge in unattended. And they say, hey, can we talk? And he's and they're like, yeah. And they lose like their progress. Or they're working on something big, like a new thing that they're making and it destroys because it winged. Like, and some kids don't really think about their parents, which I think that it's good to have that bond where we both understand that we have very different lives. We should make time for that. We should understand and discuss that. So I think that... If you should like plan a time when nobody's busy, you both have free time, you can just talk out all your differences in a nice, calm manner. There's many books that you can get, like from many conversationalists that will tell you how to approach a conversation. If the person's mean, do it calm. Don't try to one up them or be a butt, honestly. Don't. Just try to have a nice, clean conversation. And it's very good. Bonds make a big structure in life. They're very important. They can leave many couples have such amazing relationships, they can be together to sixty years. And even in heaven they'll be together. They'll be they'll be together forever and ever. Because they have such good bonds, they're open, they're intermediate, they love each other. And I think that's the purest type of love. Is the bond and connection. Yeah. And what are some ways that parents can connect with their children? Like, what are some good ways that parents can connect with their children? Maybe the parents can try some of the kids' hobbies, like going outside or playing with sticks with them or building and playing with the toys. Or maybe trying a video game or two. You never know. And then maybe the kid could see what their parents do all day. And then they can just have a fun time, maybe go out to eat or go to a water park or just a park in general. Have fun. Relax. Chillax. and I like the chillaxin thing. <laughs> um, so is there any other advice that you would say from a ch- child's perspective for parents? Like what else would you advise parents not to do from a child's perspective? I think uh, kids do, some kids don't understand how energy can affect you, like your dialogue. And I think they should really understand if they're in a bad mood, don't talk to anybody because if they make you wild up, 
When you're in a good mood, you just let that slide. But when you're wired up and mad, you're going to take it out on them. And that can get you in big trouble. Like, if you didn't get that much sleep last night, just try to get your work done at school and just go to home and breathe in and out and just release it. Maybe just meditate or play. Just understand that energy can be, there's good energy and there's bad energy. You don't want the bad energy. That stuff's bad heebie-jeebies. It's the good stuff. That's all I got to say. Is there anything, final thoughts that you would like to offer before we um, finish up this episode? I think that parents should understand that kids, <clears throat> that kids are the next generation, okay? You know Hitler, that crazy guy from World War II? Yeah. You know why he was so dunked up? Why? His dad beat him every day. And his brother ran away. And his mom died. He had, he, his mom loved him and cherished him. But his dad was a mean Australian um, minister. He did not care for love. And that's what made him so messed up. So when he got to, to Chancellor, he was going to take out all that depraved rest. But if that guy knew what meditation was and he let it go, he would have been a good person. He was a good painter too. But he failed all school. So that's why when parents are being mean to their kids, if they become like a world leader, they could make another World War II or mm-hmm. World War Three. Like you should understand that that can have many effects. It can have big effects. They can just make the kid locked up and tight. You should break those. That's very good. Yeah. So Cameron, with every guest on my show, I do what we call a rapid fire question where I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions and you're going to answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. So are are you ready for rapid fire? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions and you're going to answer them. Okay. So what's your favorite food? Salad. Well, chicken salad. Um, favorite movie? Shrek 2. Mm, interesting. Um, bungee jumping or skydiving? Which one would you do? Skydiving. Mm. Sounds yeah, I love that. Um, do you prefer... Pretty rapid fire. <laughs> <laughs> now you distracted me. <laughs> okay. Um... Donuts or cookies? Cookies. Oh, man, I love me some donuts, though, you know. Um, Do you like to be in the sunshine or do you like when it's cold? Definitely sunshine. Sunshine? Okay. And what's your favorite thing to do? Probably just going to play outside with my family or just by myself. I like outside a lot. Okay. Maybe too much. Your biggest pet peeve? Probably when you go to the bathroom and um, you leave the toilet up. That kind of makes me mad. When other people leave the toilet up? Okay. What's been the best day of your life? Probably when I went to Florida. You went to Florida? Oh, it was fun. Well, days, but it was awesome. Mm-hmm. And what's your favorite quote? Um, in by Albert Einstein, in science, imagination is better than intelligent. Mm. Intelligence. That is probably my favorite quote. 
Okay. All right. Well, that's all I got for the rapid fire. And thank you so much, Cameron, for taking your time. And um, is there anything else you want to say? You're welcome. <laughs> okay. Thank you for your time, Cameron. And until next time, I hope everyone stays inspired and takes action to um, find their happiness.